0: Podcasters. This is our bar with the drive time podcast today reflecting on the death of Billy Graham But as Christians, we don't simply say this is the death of Billy Graham We say this is the home going of Billy Graham We we preach and teach that to be absent from the body is to be face to face with the Lord So Billy Graham is up there with Jesus right now um, sitting on his lap, you know doing God knows what, just have fellowship, worshiping, I don't know, casting his crowns at the feet of Jesus. Um, and anyways, in any case, he's doing much better than he was when he was here on earth. So last year, I read a book by a guy named Gabe Lyons. Who uh, is who's the founder of Q Ideas, and he wrote a book called *The Next Christians*. Now, the subtitle—I have an older copy. The subtitle was uh, *The Good News of the Death of Christian America*, and I love that title. It's since been been um, rebranded as Seven Ways You Can Live the Gospel and Restore the World*. Uh, Mr. Lyons, I kind of I like the um, the former the former title better. <laughs> I like that. It was the good news of the death of Christian America because last year I spent a lot of time reading about the uh, about es- uh, ecclesiology, the missional church, the incarnational model of ministry that's living amongst people versus the attractional model like, hey, come to my church. No, no the new model is... Hey, so let's grab some coffee, bro. Let's go. Come on. Let's, let's sit down. Let's, the, the last uh, few congregations we were a part of, we met in a movie theater. Right now we're meeting in a, in a performing arts theater. We're, we're moving into the marketplace. We're going incarnational. We're going missional versus having a church building with a steeple and saying, hey, come to me. Come to us. And as I read this book, Amongst many of the myriads of books I read about ecclesiology and, and where the church is, is moving, uh, Gabe Lyons, he had a chance to interview Billy Graham. Now, I don't know how the heck he got a interview with Billy Graham. That was pretty awesome. Good, good on you, uh, Mr. Gabe Lyons and your team, brother. Uh, so... What's I, What I think you'll find interesting is not more than the fact that he got into his house, but but what Billy Graham concluded at the end of his life about where the church was headed, where ministry was headed. So let me just read this excerpt from, from Next Christians, and then and we'll talk about it. Quote, this is Gabe Lyons saying, I sat down in front of Mr. Graham in a chair whose previous occupants included world leaders, famous entertainers, and just two weeks prior, a presidential candidate hoping to gain support. I came prepared to listen. I had no intention of saying much, planning instead to glean from his wisdom. For what must have been 30 minutes or so, I quietly listened as my friend Greg kept the conversation adequately stoked. Finally, I gained the courage to speak up, Mr. Graham had asked about my work and seemed genuinely curious to know what it was I did. I carefully explained in terms an 89-year-old man could relate to our work to educate, to expose church and cultural leaders to the changes in our world, and more importantly, what opportunities lay ahead. I continued by telling him about some of the leaders of our organization who convene regularly, innovators within every different sphere of society, from the arts to medicine and education, and I explained that they were young and the best at what they did. I described how these leaders were leveraging their talent for the benefit of others, creating microfinance banks that were loaning hundreds of millions to the poor, building wells throughout the third world, developing media campaigns to increase awareness about adoption, and so forth. These leaders were serious about finding cultural breakdowns and reviving them he seemed sincerely intrigued and encouraged and so he goes on I'm going to skip down a paragraph and Gabe Lyons says this quote: at one point he interrupted excitedly I will never forget the spirited fervor with which he uttered these words Billy Graham quote: back when we did these big large crusades in football stadiums and arenas the Holy Spirit was really moving and people were coming to Christ by hearing the word of God preached, end quote. But then he went on to make a profound observation, Lyons says. Billy Graham said, quote, but today I sense something different is happening. I see evidence that the Holy Spirit is working in a new way. He's moving throughout, he's moving through people in their work those who are doing good through one-on-one friendships with people. They are demonstrating God's love to those around them, not just with words, but in deed. End quote. And then Gabe Lyons comes back in and he says, As he spoke, something crystallized inside me. It was as if all the observations I'd collected over a decade were being summed up in the sage words of this iconic figure. He had seen it all, but was in tune with something new. Like an aging prophet passing down a mantle to his people, this message had great relevance to my generation. I think Gabe Lyons is uh, Generation X. But he goes on and says, I felt renewed inspiration to continue cultivating this mindset throughout the body of believers across our emerging landscape. So I wanted to read that because the church, it, uh, it is changing. Before in the 80s and 90s and because of the major influence of Billy Graham, now here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna probably push over some sacred cows and step on some toes here, but I'm gonna say it anyways because I believe I I fear God more than man, right? And, and this might sound hypercritical, but I'm gonna say it anyways. The movement the movement of evangelistic crusades was was detrimental for for Christianity. Why? Because we. Memorize prayers to share to people to pray a prayer to get into heaven But that is unbiblical and you will not find that model in Scripture You will never see Jesus or Paul or Peter anybody saying pray this prayer and then you'll get into heaven You'll never find that And it makes and it, and it attracts a sort of self-centered person to say what, what can I get out of this so if I say this I'm in if I got my ticket in so what it did was also produce a bunch of quote-unquote evangelists who did nothing. Uh, I gotta be careful here. We we preach to people, say this prayer, and then you're saved, and then bam, drop the mic, and it was done. We should have been saying, "Come live life with us. Come walk with us. Come join at the hip with us, man. We'll do life together. Let's have a relationship." Man, we were created in the Imago day in Genesis 1.27, in the, in the image of God He created us. We were created for fellowship, for true spiritual community, for, for relationship, for getting to know one another, for, for obliterating this lie that we should have secrets and that it's safer to keep secrets. We were called to blow those lies up. That's the message of the Gospel. Is that man has fallen, but God has re- redeemed man and He's restoring mankind. And He's in the coffee shops and He's outside of that church building and He's in the marketplace, He's in the workplaces. But the evangelism explosion movement was was destructive. We went around preaching on, on street corners and holding up signs and saying, say this prayer after me, say this prayer. And it's a, it was formulaic. And even in the 60s, there was this walk down the aisle or raise your hand if you want to get saved. No, I'll never do that now. I'll say, who, who, who wants to see God at work in your life? Who, who knows how to hear the voice of God? Things like that. And I walk around working and, and I see in my mind a thirsty world and that only God can quench their thirst. And I am merely an empty cup, have nothing to offer unless God fills me with his spirit and he pours out himself on others using me only as a tool. I'm only a tool. I'm not a leader. I'm only a follower. Jesus also is not a leader. He's a follower because he only does what the father tells him to do. That's called a follower so I for one am grateful uh, for, for Billy Graham and then, and then those who sat under his tutelage I grew up on Greg Laurie and I grew up in San Clemente so I listened to 107.9 K-Wave the wave of living water and, and this was rampant we heard this our whole lives growing up and us uh, Gen Xers and uh, early millennials we heard pray this prayer walk down an aisle raise your hand but I think that's over now. I think that's done with. I think there is good news in the death of Christian America for today. I think Gabe Lyons is right. Um, I think Billy Graham was right when Gabe Lyons interviewed him, and he says there's, there's, the Holy Spirit's working in different ways. He's, he's changing. He's changing to the culture and, 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 and changes in culture never surprised God anyways. So we're just going to roll with this thing. We're going to do life with people. And, we're, and instead of saying, pray this prayer, we're going to say, hey, why don't you come hang out with us? Why don't, you let me, why, don't you, why don't you let us cook you dinner one night? Why don't you come over? Why don't you come into our house and put your feet on our coffee table and sit on our couch? It's totally different, and I encourage us to, to do life together uh, and, and and really put this thing behind us of praying the sinner's prayer. There's no such thing as the sinner's prayer. No such thing. There's no such thing as uh no, nothing biblical about stand up, walk down an aisle, raise your hand, give your life to the Lord and you No, Sorry. Nope. Let's go back to a Jesus model. Come on. Hey, I'm coming to your house today. Nicodemus get off get down from that tree. I'm coming to your house today. Hey, you stop what you're doing. Come on. I'll make you fishers of men. Like radical stuff like that, but it's not even radical because it's normal. I mean, all the disciples—it was normal for them to leave their jobs and to fully dedicate themselves, throw themselves into ministry. Anyways, uh, God bless the Graham family and in, in in their in their loss, but I guess God's gains. <laughs> but seriously, um, death is—it um, does have a sting here on Earth. Um, in heaven, there is there is no sting. On the new heaven and the new earth, there is no sting. But for now, it, it does, it does hurt. I mean, I, I've, I've lost many people. I buried my grandma a few years ago. I buried actually uh, uh, two, buried my both grandmas now. Yeah, buried both grandmas. myself being involved in the in the funerals, and it hurts. So I pray for everybody who's been affected by this loss, and 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 also at the same time, I rejoice. I rejoice in, in the new ways. That the holy spirit is working in our culture and in our society and i'm glad we get to be a part of it all right fabcasters go forth be blessed and uh, live life with others talk to you later bye